This is major time to ground control. Boy, what a what a week. What a tired. I am very tired. But I'm gonna suck it up. It is Saturday, and you know what that means. Good day, good morning, good evening, good. Just hi. It is time. It's time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am the undisputed Jeremy Paris. And um. <laughs> We are we are moving. We are moving forward. We can't, you know, can't stop, won't stop. Diddy take that all day, all day, bad boy for life, all that good jazz. <sighs> I am I am really tired. I'm, I'm a soldier through. Uh you know the socials, Twitter, the 215, Facebook, YouTube, and Tumblr, Charismatic Creations, and on Instagram, charismatic underscore. Creations 52 Last week We had a no way out Retrospective just looked at the best moments The best matches And the best moment Which if you don't remember Well go listen to the show But today we'll be looking at Revolution Um, Revolution is tomorrow It is a loaded card And that includes The buy in but uh, we'll get into that later in the evening, so you know what's next. Just go on and hit my music. It's been a fairly solid week when it comes to the news and i'm gonna let you know listen i'm not going to cover vincent man on the pat mcafee show um no i just can't deal with that man's brain he says some things whatever go just go give it a listen and uh look so AEW has they have a possible Location for double or nothing, and it could be Los Angeles, I believe, at the Los Angeles Forum in Inglewood. Wrestling doesn't hasn't really done well at that arena, but um, we'll see. They also announced their first uh, California show. So, as if you've been paying attention, AEW's primarily been on the East Coast and parts of the Midwest, so it's time for them to hit the West Coast, which is which is good. Can't complain. Uh, X-Pac and Joey Janela will have a match at GCW Spring Break 6. This comes on the heels of Joey kicking X-Pac uh, last week, I believe. And um, yeah, X-Pac wanted to go out on top, have a good match, which you'll have. So, news on Oscar. The, the E have no... Apparently have no creative direction for her return. She's just not. They have nothing for her. I don't. I don't understand how you have nothing for Oscar. And then it comes out that well, she was clear for a return after her so- shoulder surgery. But Oscar says she's not. 
So who to believe? All I know is I miss Oscar. And not only do I miss Oscar, um, I miss Bailey. And she's ready. She's ready to go. She's probably not coming back to after WrestleMania. Um, man, I really miss Miss Bailey. And she's still not cleared for an in-ring return. Remember, she tore her ACL last year. Uh, right around Helen itself. She was supposed to face Bailey. So I, I need I need Bailey back on my I need Bailey back on my screen. Um So remember the, the Roman Brock match is supposed to be a unification match? Well <laughs> Yes. It is it is going to be a unification match, but remember when uh, uh, years ago, about twenty years ago, Brock took the undisputed championship over to SmackDown, and then like a week or two later, Eric Bischoff just gave Triple H the World Heavyweight Championship. That's what's probably going to happen. Like it doesn't. Yes, it makes sense to have one world champion, but Fox and USA are paying these people big bucks. And each brand needs their own world champion. So the unification match that won't truly be a unification match will be going down in a couple of weeks. Triple H is unlikely to um, ever wrestle again due to his heart condition. Remember, he had a cardiac episode. And um, it's about time. It's time for him to hang it up. He might be able to do like a move here, a move there. But he's not having any more full-blown matches. And with the recent firing of... Uh, Lissette Pineda, the manager of Globe, former manager of Global Talent Strategy and Development, that was another Triple H ally. They're doing everything in their power to run this man out of the company. Hey, um, Macadona, you know he won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship a few weeks back, and he will be defending the championship against the man he defeated, Nick Aldis. He will be defending it at. He'll be defending it on March 20th um, at the Crockett Cup. And the special guest referee will be none other than a former NWA World Champion, Jeff Jarrett. So, yeah. Go get a little bit of history into this match. And we'll see We'll see what goes down. The WrestleMania kickoff shows could be on cable networks. You can see one being on USA for one night and the other being on... Um, FS1, we'll see. More likely, they'll both be on USA. NXT, this past week, barely breaks 550,000 viewers. They didn't break 550,000. That's um, it's not it's not good. Last week showed the 612,000 with a .12 in the 18 to 49 demo. This week, they're 551,000. But it is slightly better with a point thirteen in eighteen to forty nine demo. So NXT is not doing great with the ratings, and guess what? This is not doing great in the ratings. It doesn't draw, which means they won't be taking NXT on tour. And here's the thing: NXT needs to go on tour. It's a developmental brand. You can even do a Florida circuit, a south southeast circuit, but since it doesn't draw, why people aren't going to show? So why run shows? Take that into mind. They need to. That's something they need, they need to fix. Um, Tony Khan stated that possibly, possibly in the media call, that 
when Kenny Omega comes back, that will be a strong, strong chance for them to introduce a trios championship. And we went over this a couple weeks back. AEW has more than enough factions and trios teams to bring in a trios championship. You can keep it on dark. You can keep it on elevation. Even put it on rampage, so it doesn't really interfere with anything. AEW. Um, they might get sued by the WWE for contract tampering. And who, who, whose contract do you, are they? Might be accused of tampering with. That would be one Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy clearly is going to AEW, but he's still technically under contract because it's not compete clause and he can't talk to the company. But the people just been coming out saying that he's going. So WWE are going to find a way. They're going to find a way. Um, D'Lo Brown will not be returning to the commentary desk. He will be staying backstage as producer. Kayfabe, he was taken out by um, Honor No More. And, I mean, he was he was backstage before, but, you know, looks like D'Lo might be an impact lifer. Talks between Cody and the WWE have died down, even though it's come up that he is showing up on their WrestleMania um, internal call sheets so I want to know what happened I think part of it has to do with our, our really big story when we, when we get to it um, I'll let you know what that is you should already know though Darby Allen is filming reality, a reality show called Darby's Day Off and I think this might be in response to Rose to the Top because Rose to the Top could possibly be cancelled since well, Cody's no longer the company they need something um, Vince will induct The Undertaker into the Hall of Fame. Um, that's a fine choice. I would either prefer him or Kane. Uh, Dynamite this past week, even though with, with Tony Khan's big, big announcement, did not break 1 million viewers. Um, Dynamite did 966,000 with a .35 and 1849. Demo, I mean, it's all right. 966,000 is pretty fucking good if I if I do say so myself. So, that's that's good good to know. And Tony did announce that uh Paige Van Zant may be signing with AEW. He says that she will sorry, not maybe. She will sign her contract with AEW um this Sunday at Revolution. That's that's the next step in the evolution for Paige Van Zandt. Uh, hopefully, she's training and she's she's rearing to go. Um, AEW may have a deal with HBO Max to put their library on there, and HBO Max is in over 44 million homes. That's great. They have a working relationship already because you know HBO is under Warner, Warner Media, which is the parent company of TBS and TNT, where AEW programming airs. So. Be, the, the, this deal makes a lot more sense when you understand the fact that Tony Khan has bought Ring of Honor. Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor for forty million. That was his big announcement. That's what he started off with on Dynamite. Tony Khan not only does own Ring of Honor, he owns everything: the fucking cameras, the lighting equipment, the library. The ring, the ropes, the canvas, he owns it all now. And um, this is a major, major move. What I can really see see happening is Ring of Honor being used kind of like 
Triple H era NXT, its own brand used to develop wrestlers, but also still be impactful in some way. Especially since AEW's roster is quite large at this moment, you can put a lot of those guys and girls that you don't use right now, put them on Ring of Honor. You bring back some of the guys and girls that were released, obviously Jonathan Gresham, the Briscoes, um, uh, well, Roxy signed with the WWE, and Deanna Parazza is the current Ring of Honor champion. So, I think this is great, great, great fucking news. Um, Deanna Parazza, I know Deanna Parazza is happy. Things just got interesting. That's what she tweeted out. She's the Ring of Honor champion, holding that belt strong. Boy, bring her over. And, you know, you some of the girls that aren't currently infused in AEW right now, Chris and Red Velvet, uh, uh, Marina Shafir. This is, this is, oh, this is going to be such a good, good thing. And many believe that Tony was going to buy the New Japan tape library. That still could happen, but he has a lot of wrestlers in his company right now that were in Ring of Honor. So... There's a lot to break down with this, but overall, this is good news. Triple H tried to get Vince to buy Ring of Honor, and no, Vince wanted to buy New Japan or Triple uh, A or Shimmer or Noah. He underchanged them. And now you missed out on a sure thing in Ring of Honor. Missed out. This is, this is great news. Also, yeah, the Briscoes want a piece of FTR now. Them boys want a want a piece of FTR. Give it to us, make it happen. Uh, Super Art Card of Honor should still be going down WrestleMania weekend. Hopefully, I don't think Tony's going to change anything. That and now, since Tony brought Ring of Honor from Sinclair, they need a home to show their show. Um, HBO Max, anybody? I'm just throwing it out that this makes all the sense in the world. This could be. This could be huge. This could be really fucking huge. We'll be back. We had a we had a slow yet, uh, I guess you can say, uneventful week. Um, we start off with Monday Night Raw. The road to WrestleMania continues. Overall show gets a fist. Um, eighth time already. This year we've opened up. Uh, we opened up with talking. We had the KO show with Seth and the Alpha Academy. And this was funny. Um, KO and Seth were saying that they got to win this tag team titles. and get, Well, they got to win the match. And then get into the tag team title match to um, get a match at WrestleMania. So that's what their plan is. They were talking about how um, Chad Gable says, "Thank you." We're we're paying attention. Thank you. And then they started shooting each other. Um, I'll forget me haven't had a WrestleMania match, and that's what they're and that's what KO and Seth are trying to take away from them. So we've already planted the seeds for, for the Alpha Academy to possibly be faces. Um, Seth and KO then beat the Academy and are added to the tag team title match. But it wasn't a, a squash. These are the tag team champions and they show that they belong. 
um, almond squash tea bar. Less said about it, the better. Tea bars being wasted. I don't know how you can waste tea bar. Well, you know what? I know how they can waste tea bar because they already let go of the man that he had five star matches with in Keith Lee. So that's what it is. Um, we had a six woman tag with Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley taking on Becky Lynch, Nikki A.S.H., and Dewdrop. This was a good match. Everybody got time to shine. Some stories are moved. Bianca won, hitting the KOD on Nikki. She used her hair uh, on, on on Becky. Bianca's one rule is don't touch her hair. Was, don't grab it. And she whipped the fuck out of Becky. Uh, Ciampa beat Robert Roode. Tie into NXT. Let the, the collaboration continue. Reggie and Dana Brooke defeated Akira Tozawa and Tamina. We got a whole love angle thing going on with both of these teams. Give give them a little bit of time. Um, Ray and Dom trash Miz and Logan Paul. And then Ray and Dom lost to the Hurt Business. Hurt Business actually got a goddamn win. Can you fucking believe it? Um, the Street Fight Profits defeated RK Bro. Looks like Orton was possibly injured in the match. So we'll see how he looks. Next week, Finn won the U.S. title, and Damian Priest turns heel after that. We knew he was turning heel, but he uses this whole thing, that dumbass shit of um, blaming the fans, the cheers, and that. It's just, it's just stupid. It's just really, really fucking stupid. Um, ah. And then in the main event segment, Edge wants to know who's accepting his challenge well the person accepting his challenge was AJ Styles and Edge said he he doesn't want the AJ Styles that was a tag team getting fucked up by you know he wants the phenomenal one Edge then kills AJ Styles like if this if this took place on this took place on Dynamite it would look like what CM Punk went through so that that was raw um, wasn't bad. We're they're they're doing well enough to make me care about WrestleMania for for the Raw side. Um, over on Dynamite we had the Go Home Show for Revolution. So it was a solid show. Last week's show really blew me out of the water. This week's show was a little bit more calm. Uh, we opened up with Tony Khan's big announcement that he has purchased Ring of Honor, which we already talked about, and he set up a match. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels. They were two of the f- three people in the very first Ring of Honor main event. They shook for the Code of Honor. Brian Danielson wins. And this match was kind of just flawless. It was just like, these two know each other so well. We can just go out there and just do some shit and make it look good. Uh, Danielson won, but he didn't break the Code of Honor by not shaking. Well, he shook and then he just stomped. Christopher Daniels' face and Moxley came out, and they will go to war Sunday, tomorrow. Um, the Young Bucks win the Battle Royal to advance to the Tag Team Triple Threat match. Um, top Flight were the first two, which was, uh, in Top Flight, I mean Darius, Mar- uh, Darius, he returned. This is good. Top Flight is back together. I guess we're moving away from Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty and all of that. Um, Santana Ortiz lost, obviously, but they approached Jericho, and we'll see backstage, and we'll see what um we will see what what goes down. This is interesting. 
um, Punk comes out, tells a story, and says that he believes MJF. He believes everything he said and wants MJF to be better. Jericho, uh, Punk talks about some of the things he did, referring to his time in the Dirty B. He was a heel. MJF comes out, hugs, hugs Punk, and then proceeds to beat him the fuck down. And he and the Pinnacle, Pinnacle just wreck him. Just Punk did a nasty, nasty blade job. Sting and Darby Allen made the save after Punk got his shit pushed in. Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez beat Britt and Jamie Hayter. Um... This would coincide with the the preview, but uh, for Revolution. But not only the Thunder Rosa Mercedes Martinez win, Thunder Rosa pinned Brits. So now I'm curious about the rules of opposite momentum. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out of this feud. I want to see how Sunday's going to go down because Brits got a few opponents, and so will Thunder Rosa. Um, Wardlow beat Scissor Benoni uh, after the Powerbomb Symphony. Wardlow stopped showing Spears from hitting him with the chair. And Spears got into his grill until Warlow backed him up. They get backstage. MJF says, you know, you can keep the TNT title shot if he wins. But he probably won't. And Warlow says, that's because I'm always trying to make sure you win your matches. And then MJF slapped him. So I think you know who's going to win his ladder match. Don't forget, Warlow's underemployment to MJF and not AEW. But you figure... Warlow gets fired by MJF. AW will sign him. And in our main event match, the Undisputed Era, that's what I'm calling him for right now, defeated Hangman Page and the Dark Order. And they take out Hangman after the match. It was a fine ending tying into uh, Revolution. It was a solid go home show for Dynamite. Over on the Impact Corner, we got Final Hype for Sacrifice. I feel like we just have Final Resolution. And now we got another event coming up. Um, Steve Macklin beat Eddie Edwards by DQ. And Eddie's fully ingratiated to honor no more. So it's building up and it's picking up and it's, it's, it's going. We got more bill for Heath versus Moose. We're continuing with Mickey James versus Chelsea Green. That will come a few, but Mickey will have a rematch with Tasha Steeles and the Bullet Club war continued. Oh, man. I wish Impact had a better TV deal. I really, really do. Over on SmackDown, the road to WrestleMania also continues. And we had we didn't have Zia Lee. I just... She opened up with multiple promos for the people who are going to be on the show tonight. It was a little different. So I'm going to give them a pass on the show opening talk. And this was, this was different. And they've done this before. Ricochet defeated um, Sami Zayn to win at the Intercontinental Championship. Johnny Knoxville interfered. And, interfered, interfered. and um, yeah, Johnny and Sami will obviously have a match at WrestleMania. But Ricochet's the IC champion now. We'll see, we'll see how long this push lasts. Austin Theory shows up and says, wherever Vince goes, I go. And um, this all stems from Vince's uh, uh, appearance on the Pat McAfee show. Now, if you were watching Raw, they said Vince was going to be on Pat McAfee. Austin said, you know, you know how this shit goes. But it will be Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Um, Naomi easily takes care of Carmella. Less said about this, the better. We have more bill for Corbin and McIntyre for Mania because they will have a match. Roman's armor is starting to crack. He's losing it just a little bit more. Um, you got to acknowledge him. 
He's he's slowly losing it. The Usos retain over the Viking Raiders. Sheamus and Rich Holland take out the New Day. They take the ATV and destroy it. And here's the thing. Michael Cole, I don't understand he's got to say the things that they tell him in his ear, but what part of what the what Rich and Sheamus did wasn't wrong. Big E threatened to run over people. Run him over. Like, in the main events, uh, Ronda Rousey beats Sonya Deville. Sonya got up some offense, but this, the outcome was never in doubt. Charlotte was on commentary. And Charlotte had the... Charlotte said she has never tapped out. I'm like, I'm, I, I know for a fact Sasha Banks has made you tap out on three different occasions. So, yeah. And then the show ends with uh, Ronda locking in the ankle lock on Charlotte. And why was she she was doing the ankle lock? Because Charlotte kept saying, well, Ronda's a one-street pony. All she has is the arm bar. But now she's got the ankle lock. Over on Rampage, um, Sammy retained the TNT Championship over Andrade and Darby Allen. Go watch this match, people. Keith Lee beat JD Drake. CM Punk, while being checked on by the trainers, tells um, MGF that I'm better than you and you know it because they're going to war. Serena Deep takes out Layla Gray in the five-minute rookie challenge. Layla was smart. She tried to run away but got caught. And then her car, Sheeta, returned and was just swinging at Kendo Stick. Sheeta and Serena Deep fight forever. Eddie Kingston with another funny ass promo. And Christian Cage beat Ethan Page to advance to the ladder match. Red Dragon and the Young Bucks show up, take the titles, then they get taken out by Jungle Boy. So this tied in right perfectly with Revolution. Good. Uh, matches of the week NXT. Brown Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa versus the Dirty Dogs. Also NXT, the NXT North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes defending against Pete Dunne. And over on Rampage, the TNT Championship. Sammy Guevara defending against Darby Allin and Andrade. And our star of the week, again, it has to be MJF. It's, it's got to be MJF. He, he's been on such, such a roll lately. It's It's crazy. Um, but we'll be right back with our AEW Revolution preview. AEW runs four events per year. Um, Revolution, Full Gear, All Out, Double or Nothing. Revolution, well, that's tomorrow. And uh, boy, is it a, is it a, it's a card. It's a, looks quite good, but before we go into this year's revolution we got to look at last year's revolution um what was that card what happened there so on the buy-in Britt baker and maki ito defeated riho and thunder rosa on the main show the young bucks defended the tag team championships against the inner circle the team of chris jericho and mjf this remember this was a year ago y'all so just See how much things have changed. 
Um, Ray Phoenix representing the Death Triangle uh, won the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal to earn a championship match. Def- uh, lastly, eliminating Jungle Boy. And in that uh, Battle Royale were the Natural Nightmares, the Dark Order, uh, 5 and 10, the Inner Circle, Santana Ortiz, uh, Mike and Matt Seidel, the Dark Order team of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, the Gun Club, Pretty Picture, Varsity Blondes, Bear Country, Jurassic Express, Butcher and Blade, Private Party, SCU, the Death Triangle, and the Dark Order team of Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Carl uh, Sheeta defeated Ryo Mizunami defending the Women's Championship. This was the finals of the World Championship Eliminator Tournament. Kip Saban and Miro defeated the best friends in a tag team match. Hangman Page defeated Matt Hardy in a big money match. Um, Face of the Revolution ladder match, Scorpio Sky won, defeating Cody Rhodes, the debuting Ethan Page, Lance Archer, Max Caster, and Penta El Zero Miedo. Darby Allen and Sting defeated Team Taz in a street fight. This was a really, really great um, cinematic match. And Kenny Omega retained the cha- world championship over John Moxley in exploding a barbed wire death match. And we uh we remember how we remember how that ended. Uh the less said about that, the better. Okay. But on to this year's show, on to this year's card. And I, I must say, folks, I am excited. We've got 12 matches, three on the buy-in, nine on the main card. And I think the, the best thing about this show is that there are three women's matches t- tomorrow. Three. That's great. So let's let's talk about it. So let's start with the buy-in. We got three matches on the buy-in. Our first match is QT Marshall versus Hook. So this this stems from this stems from uh, Hook dominating, being and quote unquote being disrespectful according to QT Marshall. Now QT Marshall is training Hook behind the scenes, and this is where this kind of the story plays out. That this is not what I taught you. And this is this this is what your dad is your dad is teaching you. So now QT Marshall wants to teach Hook a lesson. Um, this is going to be good. QT Marshall, for all the flight he catches, is, is a solid entering general, and will make Hook look like a million bucks. And this will be Hook's toughest test so far. But take Hook. Hook's got this easy, easy money. Next match on the buy-in, Chris Thatlander versus Layla Hirsch. These two have been, excuse me, going at it for some weeks now. And this started with a kind of a a character change for Layla Hirsch and a, and a change in her mood and a change in her demeanor. And she's out for blood. She's, they were attacking partners. And she's already taken out Red Velvet. And this is where... This is where we end up at. Chris versus Layla Hirsch. Um, these two are going to hurt each other. Layla may be small in stature, but she's one of the better wrestlers between both the men and women. Um, I would probably put her right below Serena D. 
Yeah. So, the winner, uh, I think Chris can take the loss here. Because here's the thing. 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 The uh, spoiler alert. Nah. We need to make Layla Hirsch a challenger. I'll put it like that. We need to make Layla Hirsch a competent challenger. She could even be the next challenger. So take Layla Hirsch to win this. Buy-in match. We got the House of Black. Brody King, Malachi Black, and Buddy Matthews taking on the Death Triangle. Pac and El Zero Oscuro. And Eric Redbeard. So we know what's been going on with House of Black and Death Triangle. This it, it would be Penta and his uh, not Penta. It would be Phoenix here, but Phoenix obviously is hurt. And um, I like the evolution of the Death, Death Triangle. I like the evolution of the House of Black. So they need to get somebody in. Well, they needed somebody to counter the giant, the big man that is Brody King. So here is Eric Redbeard. As for the winner of this match, I'm definitely going to take. I'm gonna take the Death Triangle and Eric Redbeard. I don't know. I don't know why it would make more sense for the House of Black to win, but taking Death Triangle and Eric Redbeard on to the main show. The main show has nine, counts them, nine matches. So we've got a. This is kind of a every every show almost has like a nothing match. And this is kind of the nothing match. This is the six-man tornado tag. I can't see this drawn going any more than 10 minutes. It'll be the AHFO, Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy taking on Darby Allen, Sting, and Sammy Guevara. Uh, we've got one. We've got all high flyers in this match reception of Sting. Uh, this It's a tornado match that so can help protect Sting. Uh, I think the winner is quite obvious here. We've already been teasing the the, the 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 inevitable split of the H F O and um Darby Sting and Sammy don't I don't think Sting made Sting may never lose a match actually. Um Darby and Sting together forever. Sammy take them to win and uh we can continue to see continues we can see the split of the H A the A H F O. Oh my god. God, um, Matt Hardy will will eventually get tired of Private Party, and Jeff Hardy will finally make his debut. I'm not saying tonight, but it's going to happen. Um, next up, we got a match. I I also don't need this match to go any more than ten to twelve minutes. John Moxley versus Brian Danson, and this is an interesting one just because it's hard to pick the winner. The story is coming about because Moxley, you know, Moxley made his return. Danielson wants to help, quote unquote, help. He wants to take over, over the young guard, train them, and he wants to team up with Mox. Mox is saying, why should I be in this match? And that you kind of want to team with me because you're scared to beat me. Nobody wants to get into the ring with me. Now, honestly, I don't think Mox and Danielson should have been on this card. You could have saved this for like a TV special just because there's a lot of matches. But here we are. So Mox and Danielson. 
it's, it's, it's definitely a clash of styles, even though in Atlantic City, we saw Mox actually wrestle. Not just fight, but wrestle. I, I'm looking at my sheet, right? I haven't picked a winner. I'm going to take Danielson for the reason that he's lost a lot of his major feuds already. He's, you know, he's fine with that, but he needs a W. Mox is one of the few guys that can take an L and be fine and recover easily with it. So take Brian Danielson to win this match. Um, the TBS Championship, our second women's match of the evening. Uh, Jay Cargo, our champion, defended against Ty Conti. This eight minutes, maybe ten, about eight minutes. And listen, I'm taking Jade to win because I don't. I, I honestly don't think Jade's going to lose until she goes 50 and 0. She's currently 28 and 0, 28, 29 and 0, and um, it's time for her to step up. She's getting more matches, which is very, which is great. She's being trained. And I think Ty can help her make her look good. Ty's, Ty might be the most improved wrestler in all of wrestling in the last year. Um, just look, character, and ring ability. Ty's been really, really, really great. And she'll help Jade look like a star. So I'm gonna take Jade to win this match and retain, retain the TBS Championship. Now, face of the Revolution ladder match, the winner getting a TNT Championship opportunity. And uh, last year, the match was won by Scorpio Sky. All right. And in this match, we have Christian Cage, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and now three big, mighty, beefy men in Warlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, and and listen, I actually wanted him to go go ahead and put ten in this match, but it's okay. Uh, it's rare that you see ladder matches have three big guys in it, and this match has three huge guys. And I think the winner here is very, very, very obvious. As much as I love Keith Lee and I love um, Hobbs, the winner of the match is going to be Warlow. Here's why: Christian doesn't need the win, Ricky doesn't need the win. Because I think they're going to slowly move into a feud. And Powerhouse Hobbs doesn't need the win. And he does Orange Cassidy the win. Because I think Orange is chilling. He did really has nothing going on right now. It's just to get a fan favorite onto the card. But I think Hobbs and Ricky are going to are move into a feud with Keith Lee. And I really want to see Keith Lee versus Will Hobbs. Really, really, really want to see Keith Lee versus Will Hobbs. Sorry, Powerhouse Hobbs. And it, this this is this is set up for a Ward Low. W. Think about it. Wardlow wins. He gets the TNT Championship match, and MGF says, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this. This is mine. You work for me, remember?" And Wardlow, I'm fantasy booking. Wardlow just says, "No." Gets there's oh, the story. That's the story. Move forward with that story. Wardlow is winning this match for sure. Next up, we got Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. The story here is that Eddie can't win the big one. Chris Jericho disrespects him and he doesn't like that Eddie uh, is taking Santana and Ortiz's attention away from the inner circle. 
there should only be one winner here. And that's Eddie Kingston. I don't care if he was clean. I don't care if Santana Ortiz turned on Jericho and helped Eddie win. Eddie Kingston needs to win this match. Period. Alright, he, Eddie, needs to win this match. The, the, we, kayfabe is dead, but don't bury it yet. You know what I mean? We got the words. Now let's bring it into the ring. Eddie is winning this match. Uh, triple threat match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. The Young Bucks and Red Dragon and the champions, Jurassic Express. Now, I think we have another obvious winner here, just like how I said Warlow was the obvious winner. The obvious winner here is Jurassic Express. They need a little longer reign. I just think Red Dragon and the Young Bucks um, cancel each other out. That's what I believe. They cancel each other out so they so they can go on and have their feud. In. And now that the Ring of Honor Library is under AEW control, we can show uh, the history that these two have. It will be a good match. This might be that one match that is long and shouldn't be long. This one should go 15 minutes, no more, no less. Um, I mean, just take the Jurassic Express to win. That's 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 a very obvious pick. Now, the AEW Women's World Championship. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defending against Thunder Rosa. Rules of opposite momentum say that Thunder should lose this match because she got the win and the dub and looked good on Dynamite this past week. But Britt's reign is over. It's tired. It's played out. Y'all know I'm not the biggest fan of Britt. Respect her. She's cool. Whatever. This is it. Because if Thunder Rosa loses, how can she climb back up the ladder? Thunder Rosa has to win here and Britt can go and feud with Jamie because she's got a feud with Jamie Hayter. And Britt can go feud with Mercedes Martinez. It's time for the Rosa revolution to begin. All right. It is time for... It is time for Thunder Rosa. I'm, I am so much ready for her. This will be a good match. These women have good matches. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. And the thing is, Britt's best matches are matches where they're not, there isn't a lot of wrestling involved. Thunder can do both. So Thunder's going to make Britt look good. There's going to be a lot of near falls, but Thunder Rosa's winning this. And Thunder Rosa's walking out as your champion. Okay? Book that. Lock it in. Dog collar match. CM Punk versus MJF. Best feud in wrestling right now. Best feud in wrestling. Hands down. And I say that with all sincerity and confidence. This is the best feud in wrestling. How did we get here? <sighs> MJF just fucking up. But two two weeks ago, things took a turn. MJF comes out and cuts this promo talking about being bullied and growing up, being a fan of 
being a fan of CM Punk and 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 and, and his hero turning his back on him in wrestling. And then Punk comes out this past week and says, "Hey, I wake up in the morning sometimes and ask myself, am I the bad guy? And then the beating he got, he received from MJF this past week is... I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm raving, I'm raving. The winner of this match... MGF has won twice, which really, which really, really tells me that CM Punk's got to win. This is, he already did the blade job. Is he going to do another one? Curious. But CM Punk is going to win this match. Uh, I think. Again, it's going to be close. And MGF is going to have his moments. But in the end, this is CM Punk so he can get back on track. All right. So take CM Punk. And in our main events, the AEW World Championship. Excuse me. Told you guys I was tired. Ugh. Hangman Adam Page taking on Adam Cole. Uh. Hmm. Hangman has only really had. He's defended the belt against Brian Anderson twice. I think, I think those were his only two defenses. If I'm not mistaken. See, I feel like Hangman's going to have a good reign, but it's going to be a short reign compared to what to what Jericho, Mox, and Kenny had. Um, yeah, Adam Cole worked his way up. He's got the title match. This will be a good match. These guys also have history. You know, Bullet Club, the Elite, all all of that jazz. So. <clears throat> question is will that history show up to cause one of these two men to match that's the important question but I like Hangman Page to win here I do I like Hangman to win he's he's having great matches and he's gotta he's gotta have something there's gotta be something more because inevitably, we're still waiting for the return of Kenny Omega, and these two will be intrinsically connected to each other. So, Hangman Page is my winner. So, one more time, our winners, Hook over QT Marshall, Layla Hirsch over Chris Statlander, Death Triangle, and Eric Redbeard over the House of Black. Those are the matches from the body, and on the main card... Darby Allen Sting and Sammy Guevara to win the uh, six-man tornado tag match. Brian Danson over John Moxley. Jay Cargo will retain the TBS championship over Ty Conti. 
Wardlow wins the face of the Revolution Ladder Match. Eddie Kingston will defeat Chris Jericho, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus, retain the World Tag Team Championships. Thunder Rosa defeats Britt Baker, becoming the new Women's World Champion. CM Punk will defeat MJF in the Dog Collar Match, and Hangman Adam Page will retain the World Championship over Adam Cole. So that's Revolution. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. Uh, next week we'll have bad we'll look at bad Wrestlemania main events of the modern era whether it was the main event or whatever it was billed as you know a main event match so we, we, we've got a few so we're going to be going back to let's go to the year 2000 alright uh, socials twitter the 215 charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram charismatic creations on youtube tumblr and facebook and as always, Xylee, Gigi Dolan, Wendy Chu, and Nikita Lyons. Mm. Holla at your boy. Peace.